In these winter months, consider TripInsurance.com to cover your next cruise investment. Buy direct from the leading insurers and save up to 40% or more on comparable plans from the other sites. Get a quote today and save from TripInsurance.com. Okay, stand by. Broadcasting from the Cruise Radio Studios in Jacksonville, Florida, this is Cruise Radio. Hey, I'm Matt Basford. And I'm Doug Parker. Check out our website at cruiseradio.net. Returning to our show, it's been a little while, Chris Elliott, love this man, from Elliott.org, also National Geographic, the Washington Post. He'll be talking about his new book, Scammed. But first, Stuart, you're on the cruise, guys, here. Hello, Stuart. Hey, Matt. Hey, Doug. Hey, man. I'm always entertained by this, to hear somebody got booted off a ship. It was a Holland America sailing out of Fort Lauderdale over the weekend for not participating in the lifeboat drill. <laughs> you know, it's it's interesting considering you know what just happened in yeah. Italy yeah. for a yeah. cruise passenger not to attend the lifeboat drill. <laughs> oh my! Uh, so it turns out that uh, on Holland America's Westerdam, they had uh, a passenger who essentially refused to attend the lifeboat drill, and um, they they booted him. I mean, he 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 was he was escorted off the ship. And, of course, the big questions uh, are, you know, can they do that? Yeah, because they never seemed to do that before, did they? They, they never did it, but if you, if you missed, and I, I, I put that in quotes, if you missed the lifeboat drill, then, you know, typically what they will do is they'll, they'll put a notice under your door, they'll leave you a message, and um, <laughs> they'll give you, you know, maybe a, a refresher course, or there, there could be a myriad of things that they'll do. But, uh, you know, the, the lifeboat drills are really imperative, and right after you know, the, the, the accident in Italy for a cruise passenger to essentially not want to participate in a lifeboat drill and become familiar with all the safety equipment and everything on board is, is really unbelievable. But they did give him the boot. Um, <laughs> the, uh, you know, international, just, just when you thought it was safe to hide out in your cabin. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> what a moron. Well, yeah. And, uh, you know, so, you know, the International Maritime Organization, you know, which is a U.N. agency, um, you know, they have the, you know, the, the, they require the cruise lines, the cruise ships to have the lifeboat drill within 24 hours of embarkation. Here in the States, you know that. I mean, it's done before the ship even leaves the port. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, the, the Coast Guard requires the cruise lines to carry out the compulsory uh, lifeboat drills. But uh, it's, up to the, it's up to the cruise lines uh, and their policies on, on what they want to do to the passengers who don't show up. And speaking of the whole Costa ordeal, uh, Costa Cruises just released uh, passenger reimbursement late last week for those folks who were able to get off the ship alive and well. Um, tell us more on this. Well, what, what they did, Doug, is this has, you know, they're, they're essentially it was a negotiation with various uh, trade groups within uh, Italy that, that came to this um, settlement. This does not include passengers that were injured or any settlement um, for those uh, that essentially and unfortunately lost their lives on board the ship. But for the, the passengers that did make it off, they are offering them a lump sum of about $14,500, which uh, has, you know, in, in addition to that, they're also being reimbursed for the cost of the cruise, including all their government taxes and fees. They're, they're being reimbursed for their air, bus, and any other transfers that were included in the cruise, whether you purchased it from Costa or not. Uh, they're getting, uh, you know, any other expenses, uh, travel expenses related, to, you know, let's say for their trip home. Medical expenses are being covered. And, um, you know, any of the expenses that they incurred, you know, within the first, you know, several hours of the cruise. So when all said and done, this, this amount could actually be, you know, closer to $20,000 per person. Wow. Now, what's interesting is, of course, the attorneys 
are the ones that are saying, you know, it's not high enough, it's not enough. And of course it's not because they don't get a piece of it. Does that amount include emotional distress? No. Okay. It does not cover it does not cover uh, emotional distress. I mean, you know, all due respect, you know, I think what's going to happen is you're going to find that there may be some kind of a backlash against the survivors of this ship uh, when you know people just say, look, you know, they're, they're, these guys are just being opportunistic, and you know the tide could really you know roll against them because look, they made it off alive, they were given all their money back and then some. You know, really, what, what else are they entitled to? All right, and more news closer to home here. Disney Cruise Lines made a big big announcement regarding repositioning one of their ships. Well, isn't that exciting that, uh, you know, if the people were listening to cruise radio like they should be every week, they would have known about this, what, a month ago? Mm-hmm. But uh, Disney officially uh, came out and announced that they are uh, repositioning. Uh, they're moving uh, Disney Wonder from Los Angeles and the West Coast over to Miami, where it's going to start doing, uh, you know, a six and a seven day, but it's going to do a four and five night rotation uh, round trip out of Miami. Uh, the five night will go to uh, Cozumel and their private island, uh, Castaway Cay. Uh, the five, I'm sorry, the four night will go to, uh, from Miami to Key West, Nassau, and Castaway Cay. And another five night will uh, do the uh, Cozumel and uh, Grand Cayman run. So uh, it's pretty exciting. Um, and uh, Disney Magic, uh, they, they said, so after it does its Galveston run, is going to actually return in 2013 to do Europe. And the good news is that Disney Wonder will be returning to Alaska for its third consecutive season in 2013, which is very exciting before it returns back to Miami uh, for another lovely season from, uh, you know, sailing from uh, Miami to the Caribbean. So good stuff for Disney. Big news out of the Disney camp there. Wow. So it's been like three weeks since the Costa Concordia accident. Plus, it's pretty much the peak of wave season. So with that said, how is cruise pricing looking? Well, the good news, Doug, is that cruise pricing is uh, is actually gone up. I mean, the, the pricing has held steady. You know, we've seen our, you know, occasional sales, which actually, you know, after the accident, uh, all of the cruise lines pretty much uh, kind of uh, backed off from any you know, from a lot of their marketing efforts, we haven't really seen much on TV and, and the sales that have been coming out of the cruise lines, even before the accident, I think have been lackluster, meaning they really haven't, there really haven't been uh, any offers with some really exciting uh, enticements uh, uh, attached to them. But, uh, you know, this week we've, we've seen some sales uh, for Europe and, and Alaska coming from Princess. We've seen some good sales on Europe and Transatlantics on Canard. Um, you know, there, we're seeing, you know, shipboard credits being offered by various uh, cruise lines. So uh, the offers are, are getting, you know, a little bit better. But uh, the good news is, in general, that we haven't seen any major, we haven't seen any cancellations as a result of the accident. Look, again, as, as we've mentioned, you know, this was an accident. It's not an on purpose. People are very comfortable and confident in the cruise lines. And, uh, and that's, that's, you know, you can easily tell that by, you know, the, the cruise pricing, because the cruise prices have not gone down. They, they're actually going up, and that is, you know, backed up by several, um, you know, financial analyst uh, firms who cover the industry who, who agree that, yeah, you know what, we're, we're shocked too, but, you know, the, the pricing has, has held steady and is, is on the rise. So let me ask you this then. Carnival filed with the SEC earlier this week that they had a drop in bookings during the accident. Why was that? Well, they, they said that the peak, you know, the, the, the prices essentially, or the bookings bottomed out around the 16th, which was the Monday. The accident happened on the 13th. 
And let's let's keep in mind there were you know a, you know a lot of people glued to the TVs watching as the you know the events you know the the accident unfolded as more details became known. And uh, also keep in mind it was a holiday weekend. Uh, March you know uh, Monday was Martin Luther King uh, Jr.'s birthday you know which is a federal holiday, and holidays are traditionally slower booking periods, and uh, the you know Carnival Corporation specifically um, you know cut. You know, uh, significantly reduced its its marketing efforts during that period. Um, but uh, you know, believe it or not, that Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday period uh, actually saw a bit of an increase uh, over the past week before the accident. Well, that makes sense. Well, that wraps up another episode of Cruise News on Cruise Radio. I'm Stuart Shear on the Cruise Guy. Back to you. This is Cruise Radio. For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. Six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. It's not just a good idea to have travel insurance during the winter months or hurricane season. Every travel agent or travel expert we talk to says it is a very smart idea to always travel with travel insurance. That's why you should check the folks out at TripInsurance.com. They have exclusive products from the leading travel insurers that you won't find anywhere else. Yeah, they are the low-cost leader in travel insurance with savings up to 40% or more when you compare similar coverage from other sources. What plan do you want to go with? Good, better, or better? They have coverage in all three categories that make it easy to find the right insurance plan for your budget. You know what defines great customer service? Actually being able to talk to a human being. And they do that at TripInsurance.com. They are committed to great customer service with 24-7 telephone support before, during, and after your trip. You can also file claims online right on their website. And they keep you posted of any travel alerts that could affect your travels or safety at your destination. Check them out right now. TripInsurance.com. We love this man. Really, we do, even though we haven't talked to him in a while, but I always love having him. Chris Elliott of Elliott.org. You can also find him at National Geographic, The Washington Post. He's got a new book out called Scammed, How to Save Your Money and Find Better Service in a World of Schemes, Swindles, and Shady Deals. Chris Elliott, welcome back. I'm wondering if you could have had a longer title for the book. Well, actually, that was the abbreviated uh, <laughs> of title. Of course and, it was. And let me start by, I just want to say, I love you guys, too. And I, I, I would be on the show every week if you wanted me to be. Well, let's, we'll sort that out. Our people will yeah. sort that out with your people, for sure. So uh, we want to talk about the book in just a little bit, but first... So, Chris, when you go to like your favorite airline.com and you see the rates now, the Department of Transportation is now making the airlines put their taxes, their fees, and their base fare all in one lump sum. Why is that? Well, because uh, people buy cheap fares, and if you have to include taxes and fees in the fare, it's going to look much more expensive, and people are maybe going to be less likely to buy at the fair then. So they want the their price to be as low as possible. And this new rule from the DOT um, is not going to let them do that. How long has the DOT been campaigning this for? Um, since about uh, 1968, probably. Oh, wow. <laughs> now, it's, it's probably more like 1988. That's when the uh, DOT first said uh, you have to... Uh, um, 
also quote taxes and mandatory fees when you quote a fare. Um, but the um, cries for this have actually gotten a lot louder since airlines began unbundling fares. And what unbundling is basically is is taking all the things out that used to be included in the ticket. So the ability to check a bag, the ability to get a meal, the ability to get a confirmed seat assignment, or in some extreme cases, the ability to carry a bag on the plane. All those things have been taken away in order to make the base fare look as cheap as possible. Mm-hmm. And so now um, uh, they're having to start to essentially rebundle by adding the mandatory fees and taxes, and that, that's not something the airlines want to do. An 82-year-old who was set to sail aboard the Carnival Magic wanted a refund after the Costa Concordia accident, and Carnival declined it, but with reason, right? Well, yeah, because it's not Costa. <laughs> Costa is owned so- by uh, Carnival, but it's a, a different cruise line. Uh, this woman was upset by the sinking of the Concordia, and she was afraid that maybe her ship would go down too, okay. which I have to say is a common fear, but people kind of set it aside because they think, oh, it's, you know, we're not going to have the repeat of the Titanic here, but then, then this happens. Right. So a lot of folks are, are afraid that maybe this isn't the time to cruise, and so this woman wanted to know if she could get her money back. and. As you well know, the terms of your ticket, which are outlined in the ticket contract, say if you're you know, within a certain window, you cannot get a, a refund. You're basically going to lose the entire value of your cruise. And so, unfortunately, I was not able to get any money back for her. But in the process, though, uh, I was able to discover a lot of interesting things about what your rights are when you're cruising. And the bottom line is you pretty much have no rights when you're cruising. Well, you were just talking about the like the cruise contract. So, how important is it for us as consumers to actually read the cruise contract or the airline contract? It doesn't really matter because it's something called a contract of adhesion in the legal world, and that means that if you buy a ticket, that you're bound by it, uh, whether you like it or not. So, it's not something you can negotiate with the cruise line. Now, it does help to know what's in it, and what's in it is, you know, when you start to look at it, it's pretty disturbing. And it's not just what's, um, uh, what your, the terms of your refund are, but it's a lot of other interesting stuff about what happens if you're injured, uh, the cruise line's liability, where you can sue it. It has a venue clause. Um, it, it says what, the, what legal system it's going to use. So, so for example, the <laughs> folks who uh, were uh, on the Concordia, they were, they were bound by a contract that said they had to sue uh, in Genoa, Italy, and that it was Italian law that governed their uh, contract. So uh, if you're in the States and you want to sue uh, Costa, you have to find an attorney in Italy, and you have to go to an Italian maritime court. Yeah, and It's going to be a huge hassle. Let's talk about the book, Scammed, How to Save Your Money and Find Better Service in a World of Schemes, Swindles, and Shady Deals. Why did you decide to write the book? Because, first of all, people were getting scammed, but also... Uh, they were playing a part in it. They were not being good consumers and doing all the things that good consumers do, like reading the contract, shopping around, and uh, you know, asking the tough questions. And so they were kind of being, I want to say, complicit in it. And at the same time, companies, and I'm not just talking about travel companies here, 
companies were finding new and innovative ways of separating people from their money by doing things like uh, online reputation management, trying to manipulate their image online, and SEO, search engine optimization. And so they were, and the other one that really got me, and I spent quite a bit of time in the book talking about this, was uh, misleading advertising and contracts that were very, very difficult to get out of and uh, you know, made you do all sorts of different things. So all those things, I, I wanted to write a book that talked about those things and then helped people, gave them really specific directions on how to avoid all of that. So that's what the book is about. Give us an example in regards to your book on how you exposed, speaking of that, how you exposed uh, how some companies are dishonest to their consumers. Well, I had a couple of examples in, in the book, um, recent examples. Um, you know, one was a, a lawsuit involving a beverage company and uh, some very trickly, very <laughs> tricky labeling. <laughs> New word. Thank you, Chris Elliott. I love it. It was, it was trickly. Yeah, well, you know, yeah, they, they uh, basically, this, this beverage company had uh, said that it had certain nutrition benefits and that it was lower in, I want to say, fat than the average uh, carbonated beverage. Yeah. When, in fact, what they had done was they had uh, manipulated the serving size. And uh-huh. so when you adjusted the serving size... Then it was fat-free. It was not only was it... It actually was more than soda. Oh, geez. And so that, that led to a class-action lawsuit that has not been decided yet. It still is pending. And, and, and that, that really illustrates the, the essence of the modern-day corporate scam. You have misleading labeling. Uh, you have misleading advertising that uh, supports that uh, product. And then you have consumers that are willing to believe that just because the product is, has a healthy label on it and is called something that sounds healthy, that they are going to buy it and, and actually go for it and believe it. And, yeah. and if, if consumers were just a little bit more skeptical then none of this would happen. So aside from bookstores, obviously, is the book on Kindle? It's on Kindle. Yeah, you can get it on Kindle, Nook, uh, iTunes, and uh, at maybe even at your bookstore if you ask for it, or your library. We always love having you. Again, the book is Scammed, How to Save Your Money and Find Better Service in a World of Schemes, Swindles, and Shady Deals. Uh, also, find him on Elliot.org. That's two L's and two T's. Chris Elliott, thanks again, man. My pleasure. All right, that's going to do it. Don't forget, we're on the Stitcher Radio Network, a free app for your smartphone, probably the easiest way to listen to Cruise Radio and other live streaming radio and podcast. Just go to cruiseradio.net, click on Program Archives, and you'll see the Stitcher Radio icon right there. Also, get the very latest cruise news on our homepage, cruiseradio.net, and sign up for our instant email updates. Just fill out your email address right there on the homepage. From the Cruise Radio Studios in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Matt Bassford. And I'm Doug Parker. And this is Cruise Radio. Thanks for listening to Cruise Radio. For information on how your company can reach over 100,000 travel enthusiasts a week, email sales at cruiseradio.net. Find Cruise Radio on iTunes, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Just search Cruise Radio.